0: Good evening, fuckers and fuckettes. You've got bubbles here again. My voice is coming back. Sounding pretty good now. Feeling pretty good. Throat's still a little sore. But, whatever. It's time to suck it up, put my purse down, and take my panties off, and be a man and get back out here. Start telling you guys some more of my tales. But before I do that, I need you guys to do something for me. I know some of you have done it, but I don't know if any of you have ordered yet. Dusty Shed Wood Company. They have been busting their butts out there in that Dusty Shed. Mr. Dusty Shed, I've seen this had the kids out there helping him with a few things. So, uh, they got lots. I know they've been hitting up some Christmas craft shows up in their neck of the woods. I know they've got some pretty cool stuff on there. And Mr. Dusty Shed actually sent me a picture of a crocheted cock and balls that he put into a box. And said that's his dick in a box. And of course, I laughed and said that the only reason he did that was because his wife told him that he couldn't put his dick in her box anymore. So he built a dick or got a dick and put it in a box and showed her and went, "See, you can't tell me what to do with my dick." But get over there, check them out, order some stuff. If you're interested in a dick in a box, jump on there, send them a message, tell them you're interested in a dick in a box well dick in a box it's like stuffing your weenie in a bottle I think that was what Aguilera's song was about was stuffing your weenie in a bottle wasn't it I don't know that's what I did when I heard the song was stuff my weenie in a bottle anyway but I guess now we're gonna jump back I'll say at least 20 years ago on this one it was uh Cold and crappy winter. I think we were December or January. And I was walking from where I was living over to a party that was probably about 40 45 blocks away. And of course, I was already pretty gassed up at this point. So uh, the cold started to hit you. You know, when you're drunk right out of your head. Takes a little longer for the cold to hit you But when it hits you, it hits you fucking hard Well, I went past this um, Company yard And I'm thinking it was like minus 30 or minus 35 out that night And I looked in the yard and I saw all these trucks And I decided I didn't want to walk to this party. So, over the fence I went. First truck, a jet. Unlocked. Keys in the fucking ignition. Fired right up. Fire up a cigarette. Smoke my cigarette. Let the truck warm up for a couple of minutes. And then slowly start easing towards the gate. Thinking, how am I going to get out this gate? Well, then the liquor took over. Because instead of checking the keys to see if there was a gate key on there, which there probably was. It was a swing open gate. And it was chained with a padlock in the middle. And it was halfway up in the middle. And yeah, so I figured something will break. And I could kind of see pretty good direction to make sure there was... No vehicles coming. And I hit that gate doing 98 and yelled, let them fuckers roll 10-4. No. <laughs> I, I smacked that gate going pretty hard. And it blew open at the bottom and broke the bottom hinges on the gate. And that gate went up in the air. And she come down and smacked the roof of that old fucking late 80s, early 90s Dodge Company truck. And I was off to the party. Well, because I'm not a heat bag, I didn't pull it right up in front of the house where the party was at. I parked it about a block away in a big parking lot. And walked up to the party and went in and had some hoots and had some drinks. I think there was a live band at the house that night. I think that, yeah, I'm pretty sure there was a live band at that house that night. That was one of the good things about having known all the musicians I used to know. But I don't think any of them bastards are listening because I can't get nobody to do me a theme song here. So if any of my musical people are listening, I need a theme song. Come on, somebody get me hooked up with a theme song. But we partied in there for a while and... Something started going on or somebody showed up That I didn't get along with And instead of being a dickhead And starting a big issue in the house Because it was my buddy's house I just Left And well Had the keys for That Vehicle Why did I just do air quotes again Something is not right with me But I go over, I jump into that truck, fire it up, got a couple of drinks in my pockets, so sit there because it's a really dark little area, you got to go into a couple of alleys to get to this parking lot, so having another drink, having a smoke, trying to let it warm up a little bit, and it was way quicker for me if I was to shoot across this field to get back over to where I was staying. So, the brilliant thought in my fucking head is... Well, let's bounce this field instead of taking the road a little bit extra. And for some reason, the thought going through my mind was getting an impaired. Well, hard to get an impaired when you don't have a fucking license. And you're so drunk you wouldn't stop. And, well... I think an impaired probably would have been the least of my issues that night, because I was pretty drunk, it was a a acquired, allegedly, truck, and I would have (laughs) ran, so it wouldn't have been good for me, I think the impaired would have been the least of my worries, but so I do a quick little loop around the parking lot, and get a decent run, and up I go into the field And I made her about Three quarters of the way And then that old two wheel drive She just started to spin on the back And bogged out So I hop out And it being a Truck That was used for work I figured well there's got to be Shovels or something to help me get out yeah, that's right. This dumb asshole in plain view of a couple of the major roads thought it would be a good idea to try and dig out an acquired truck. But there, the shovels that were there weren't that good, and I was too drunk and didn't want to shovel, but there was a set of tire chains. So I figured, well, let's put the tire chains on it. Got the tire chains on it. Figured that would get me out of that. Big uh, snow kerfuffles that I was having going on there. And uh, yeah, started spinning and spinning and spinning and spinning and broke the chains and figured fuck it and I started rocking the transmission back and forth. Reverse drive, reverse, reverse drive, reverse drive, reverse drive. While I had wore the ice down, or the snowed right down to ice, and the tires were smoking, and all of a sudden I heard a tire blow, and I figured, fuck, I hopped out, made sure I had a couple of beers left, and continued on my journey, ended up running into somebody else, oh, who the hell was that? Ah, I think it was Weasel. Yeah, I think it was Weasel. And, uh... No, that wasn't Weasel. That was a totally different night that I was just thinking of. Wow. Well, I guess since I jumped over that direction, I might as well just keep going. So, let's fast forward probably a year and a half, two years and summertime. And I was stumbling home from somewhere. Or to the next party or something. And... I ran into Weasel. I'm pretty sure it was Weasel I ran into. And uh, he took me over to his place. And we started smoking puddles. I'm drinking my beers. We're smoking puddles. Having a great time. And about this time I was really getting into the poking stick tattoos for myself. And it's funny because I've got one here. On my leg That I have not remembered what the meaning for it was For many, many fucking years And the reason I kind of jumped over to this story Is because I all of a sudden remember And this is Fuck, 20 years ago at least Just three little initials Three three letters And uh I was, uh, I was roofing at the time And NWO, New World Order in wrestling was a huge thing. Well, for some reason, in that fucked up state of mind I was in, I thought a tattoo that said RWO for Roofing World Order would be cool. I cannot believe that I just remembered what the fuck that tattoo stood for. <laughs> My wife has been asking me for 17 years, and I honestly didn't remember. It's funny how this is uh, bringing back weird shit like that for me. (sighs) Well, I don't know. Maybe, oh, yeah, I got got to touch base on a couple more Baby Ray stories (laughs) from when... Me and Baby Ray were really young, like we're talking uh, mid nineties. Baby Ray had he, he he was adopted, lived with a foster mom. I'm pretty sure they were actually adopted, him and his brother. But uh, fuck, we were we were ignorant little bastards. To her, she was such a sweet lady. She um, <laughs> she, she let us do basically whatever we wanted. She didn't like the fact that we drank. She was uh, very, very much so a Jehovah Witness and didn't like the fact that there was TVs in the house and all that kind of stuff. But she let the boys have some of those things. Well, one night, baby ray decided he needed to go for a drive and oh he had this fake id it was his high school student id that he took a typewriter that's right a typewriter and put a birthday on that made him i think it was 19 so old enough to buy liquor but there was only the one liquor store that it ever worked at. And they closed at one o'clock every night I think. So he jumped into her big old, I think it was a Crown Vic, it was either a Crown Vic or, a, or an LTD, it was one of them big old tanks. And he went over to the liquor store went for a joyride. ride. Well, she woke up as he was coming home, got mad at him, screamed, yelled, didn't do too much. But after that, she always had her keys looped on her pajama pants. Well, I was over there one night, and we were actually at a party upstairs in an apartment above theirs. And then me and Baby Ray were firing beer bottles off at people that were walking through just being fucking right pieces of shit i think we got pitched out of that party but neither one of us was ready to stop yet so we went downstairs and he went into her room and he snuck in and he took the key for the car and off we went and we booze cruised in that thing for fucking hours. Neither one of us should have been walking. Fuck, neither one of us should have been crawling, let alone driving. But he ended up rear-ending, I think it was a street lamp. That uh, when we were pulling up to, either pulling up to or leaving a party, put a pretty nasty dent into the bumper on the old car. And it was right about that time that the sun was getting ready to come up. So we decided we best get the car back before she woke up. Well, we pull it in, get the car parked, get upstairs. I go lay down on the futon in his room. He goes to put the keys back. <laughs> She wakes up after he's got them clipped on her belt. She slaps her hand down on there and starts screaming at him. I fucking knew you were still trying to steal my car. (laughs) But of course, it was when he was putting the keys back. Another time. Right about the same time we were out partying over in our old stomping grounds where we had two houses on 108, one a block over, two a block from there, lots of party places over there. So we were leaving a party and I needed to get him home because he was getting out of hand, but he couldn't fucking walk. So I went up into somebody's yard and I stole a toboggan and I threw him into the toboggan and I started dragging the toboggan home <laughs> got over to I think it was right over by one of the Justin's houses and one of the one of the moms drove by and saw what was going on so she stopped and offered to give us a ride so I said, Well, yeah, if you wouldn't mind giving him a I'd back over. I'll come with you and make sure he gets in all right. But I'm coming back over to this in the town. And she said, Well, no, that's all right. I'll bring you back over because that was in the end of town she lived on anyway. So we take him, and I pretty much had to carry him and put him in the car. We get there, went to the apartment building, let him out. Well, his foster mom is standing there. She sees me get out of the car. Asked if I was coming to see him, and I said, No, just we're dropping him off. And she went in the house. Well, he heard her voice because the window was down. And he went from fucking retard drunk to I can pretend I'm sober. Like now. Like right, right fucking now. It was pretty, pretty cool, actually. That I had to drag him in a sled, carry him, put him in the car, and then he heard her voice because he was going home and snapped out of it and actually was able to run up the stairs in a straight fucking line. Another time like that, uh, Baby Ray got a little liquor, and he wanted... Blue fish gummies And we were sitting out in front of this uh, Video store waiting for I think it was Waffle Might have been Waffle's cousin, I'm not sure But it was one of the two for sure And baby Ray started puking up these blue whales And there was nothing in his stomach but blue whales, candies And Big Bear And if you don't know what Big Bear is, it's like this you could get a three dollar three dollars for a liter of this shitty, shitty ass malt liquor. Colt 45 was my favorite of the shitty shitty liquor, but it was fifty cents or a dollar more. But I still hated malt liquor, but whatever. (laughs) It was cheap and did the job. And he pukes that up (laughs) And the fucking guy Reaches over Must not have chewed one of the blue whales Starts playing with it In his puddle of puke Look bud My blue whale Swimming in malt liquor I bet you he's fucked up Picked it up Into his mouth and went Yeah Had some pretty, pretty crazy fucking wild times with that guy. You guys have heard a few of them now. Okay, I haven't talked to him now in... Shit, it's got to be close to ten years. Don't even know where he is anymore. Or if he's even still alive. So... I know I've talked a little bit about, uh, my fucked up life, <laughs> but I haven't really talked too much about me living on the streets. Cause honestly, I didn't really have to, I had friends that I could have went and couch surfed with and all the rest of it. But after a night or two, I just felt like I was fucking using them. And I remember this one night. I climbed into the back of this smashed-up car. It was sitting behind somebody's house and had... Fuck, it had been sitting there for years. I think it was T-boned. So I figured it'd be a a safe place to climb into and sleep. Shouldn't get bothered there. So I climb in there because, well... Living a life like I did, you never knew when you were going to have a roof over your head or when you weren't, or when you were going to need a place to hide or whatever. So you're always looking out for that shit. But I climb into this car and I just start to fucking doze off. Pretty quiet up in that neighborhood that night, which was kind of strange. And then all of a sudden I hear this fucking screaming and yelling. And I'm like, fuck, did somebody see me climb in here? So I just start to peek my head up over the back seat. And I see this fucking dude go running. And then all of a sudden, a set of headlights start pointing from the direction he was running. So he turned around, and he ended up stopping right behind that fucking car. And somebody come from the direction he was running from with a bat, and they bounced that. Fucking bad off his head. And then screamed and yelled at him that he came into the wrong fucking yard and blah 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 blah. Whatever. I probably would have done the same thing. But when you just finally doze off. And you're sleeping somewhere like that. That you should not be. Man. That shit's fucked up. So for any of you out there that... <clears throat> think these stories are awesome you know what i lived one hell of a life but i saw some fucked up shit too had some things happen in front of me that i'd rather not speak of but i'm sure you'll hear it like the time the gun got shoved in my face so like that uh Like the big saying going on right now Out there is Fuck around and find out You want to find out if my life was All fun and great times I'm going to suggest Don't fuck around And don't find out If you're In your late teens Early twenties And you're starting to get into some of this type of shit That you hear me talk about Dummy up Get out Get your shit together. I had fun. And I got lots of cool stories. But 17 years ago, the year before me and my wife got together, I made a hundred and some odd thousand dollars. Guess what I had to show for it? Some clothes and a fucking coach. I fucked around and found out. Don't be stupid. Have a little bit of fun. (coughs) Don't make it your life. Because guaranteed, I'm never going to make a dollar off of this. With all eight or ten of you that listen. And none of you will send me emails to chat or anything. Fuck, I don't even get any message requests on Facebook. Like, come on, you guys. This is Bub's Bubs. But yeah, on that note, I guess I will sign off of here and uh, shoot me an email or a message. Let me know who you'd like to hear some more stories about. Did you like to hear some more about Baby Ray? Would you like to hear some more about Waffle? Would you like to hear some more about Hillbilly and 45? How about the Bionic Hillbilly? Um, well, if we could ever get Funk to pull his head out of his ass and get on here, we'll hear some great stories there. Some more stories about LL Coolty. Maybe we get LL Coolty on the show if possible. That I would love. Him and his beautiful life. Hell yeah. That'd be a wicked, wicked episode. Um. yeah McQuagmire any of the names you've heard hell if you're a listener and you know me and you know a story that I haven't touched on then shoot me a message post it up on the Facebook page hey we want to hear this one I want to see Some more feedback out of you guys I'm locked into doing this now Till Well, till my subscription runs out That the leader of the Russellites Kicked over to me Thank you again, Russ (laughs) Ooh Maybe I bust out an episode about My bully it would be cool. Let me know what you guys want to hear. And don't forget, get your ass over there, buy something for your loved one on the Dusty Shedwood Company's Facebook page. Incredible craftsmanship, good pricing. Just get over there, check it out, give them a like, give them a share. Send them a message. Let them know what brought you to their page. And we are still in talks about doing a giveaway with him. It sounds like he is down with doing a giveaway. But I'm not going to do a giveaway if you guys aren't buying some of his product. (coughs) Because he puts a lot of time and effort into that stuff. So come on. Get over there. Buy a set of chopsticks. Buy a Christmas tree ornament for your tree. Buy a dick in a box. There is a lot of beautiful, beautiful things you can have made there. But like I've said before, they are hilarious. They won't say no to most ideas. I won't say they won't say no to any idea. But, give them a shout-out and see what they're willing to do. Okay? So, get over there and check out the Dusty Shed Wood Company. We've got them for a little while longer. I have to go into talks with another company about doing a sponsorship with them. And that one would be a really cool one, but I won't say anything about that one yet because it's not a guarantee. I still have a couple of months before I can sit down and get into talks with them. And if I have a bigger listenership, that would make it way easier to catch this wicked, wicked sponsor. Not saying the dusty shed wood company isn't a good sponsor, But it's not the same as what this is. It's something totally different. But we've got the Dusty Shed Company, Wood Company, locked in for a while. Until we know what's going on with this other one for sure. All right. Well, in the meantime, don't walk a mile in my shoes because that won't impress me. Live 30 seconds in my head and you will understand why I'm a messed up northern boy and these are my tales